Welcome to Foundation Friday number 33, I believe. And with the uh, news, uh, the slowly spreading news throughout the country that state by state, county by county, we are starting to open up uh, high school, club, and youth sports, and especially uh, the sport that we focus on here on this podcast, which is basketball. Uh, we are starting to move forward with some things. In Nebraska, uh, it was announced that basically immediately, that basically you can have six kids um, at six different baskets uh, with with one basketball, and kids can come in and use high school facilities to shoot and get shots up, which is a step forward from where we are at. Uh, that's the high school rule. Uh, club ball, as mentioned by Connor O'Neill, in, in our podcast yesterday, uh, is advancing a little bit faster. So uh, as we get back into this, I just had some thoughts on what we should and should not expect, what we should be thinking about as coaches uh, to to make this transition, this, this, this again, another step back to normal, uh, as positive as it can be. So I think I've got eight things that I jotted down here that I wanted to talk about. First of all, let's celebrate restarting. Let's uh, and, and I think all of us uh, in in the civilized world are anxious to get back to the things that we thought were really really important before the quarantine began, which is things like basketball. And uh, so let's be sure to celebrate that. Let's be sure to enjoy it. Uh, to to not get. I, I think one of the things that a lot of us have learned in COVID uh, during the COVID crisis is what's really important in our lives and and to to not uh, get as much caught up in uh, the things that we thought were big deals. Let's celebrate the really, really important things. So enjoy that. Uh, everybody's chomping at the bit to get back into this. And so celebrate restarting with your teams. With that being said, my second point is that our kids are all of a sudden going to go back to the world uh, that they were in three or four months ago, where everybody is going to want a piece of them. Not only do we, as high school basketball coaches or club coaches, want them to work on basketball, well, this means that volleyball is going to be restarting, or cross country, or softball, or soccer, or their uh, their other interests outside of athletics are going to be starting. And, and I hope this is an opportunity. Let's use this as an opportunity to re, uh, refresh ourselves, to reestablish what is truly important. And, and what we all need to think about is what is best for our kids. Not what is best for me, what is best for my win-loss record, what is best for my program, but what is best for these kids. And we've all had this three or four month break where no one could do anything. And and we're all starting from ground one again. And let's ha- come into this with with a, a, a at least a thought in our mind that basketball, in our case, is not the only thing that these kids are going to be thinking about, that, that, that they're going to be asked about to start doing again, that we need to work together and make this as good as we can for the kids because it is truly about the kids. Third point is we have to be prepared for players and families to be tentative about returning. Uh, there's a lot of us that are like, hey, let's go, guns a blazes, let's move forward. But there are other kids that may be more tentative. There may be families and parents that are more tentative. Maybe they have a, a child with a pre-existing 
condition. Uh, maybe there is a parent who has a preconditioning condition, a uh, pre-existing condition, excuse me, and they're worried that their child may acquire it at a basketball practice, and then they bring it home, and then they get sick, and maybe it's not enough to to cause permanent damage or, or hospitalization. But we, we know all the factors and everything that's gone in with this. And so we have to bear that in mind that most of our folks are going to be really, really anxious to get back out and get back to the old normal. But we have to prepare ourselves that there might be a, a, a percentage of our players and our athletes and our families that are not going to be ready to jump in. Maybe it's just pure fear, the fear of the unknown. Uh, not everybody handles these situations from a mental health uh, point of view the same way that uh, others do. So uh, we have to be prepared for that and have a plan in the back of your mind of how you're going to handle that type of situation. Fourth thing, I think it's important that you streamline communication. Uh, everything's going to go quickly. And so you have to have an idea in your head of how I am going to uh, communicate with my players and my parents. When are we going to start these workouts again? Uh, when can we start? Uh, what's our gym availability is going to be? Uh, if slash when we're able to start going with uh, summer leagues or team camps or uh, having junior high camps and elementary camps, how are we going to get that information out to our community at large? So your communication process is going to really need to be streamlined here and, and start thinking about that as we move forward with things. Uh, the fifth thing, you need to make sure that you have it in your mind. Uh, what is the most important part of the program that you want to deal with in the limited amount of time that we have here, that we're going to have? You know, School is going to start in some way, shape, or form uh, for most of us in mid-August. So we've already uh, burnt about two or three weeks of summertime, and we only have about six or seven weeks of summer left. So how is that going to work? What is going to be the most important things that you want to accomplish within the six or seven weeks? What part of your program do you really want to go after? Is it going to be your varsity group? Uh, basically, it's divided into two things. Is it going to be your varsity group or are you really, let's say you're taking over a, a situation or you're in a situation, I really want to work with my junior high program uh, and, and move forward with that. Uh, for most of us, it's going to be both. You know, we want to we want to address as much we want to address as much as we can during the short time that we're going to have here. Um, but think about that, and where do you want to start out with? What do you want to hit first? What's going to be your first priority? What's going to be your second priority? What's going to be your third priority? Okay. Sixth thing, you need to. I, I highly encourage you to come up with some sort of tracking system. Um, tracking kids shots, uh, you know, uh, whether it's a packet, we use a packet and, and I, uh, it, it's a, it's a leap of faith where we're asking them to be honest, uh, to be aware. Uh, don't tell me you, you shot 10,000 shots and you only shot 2000 shots. I'd much rather have you tell me you only made 2000 shots this summer. And then I know what to expect of you when we start practice. Um, that type of a thing. Uh, you want to track your open gyms. You want to track your attendance. Um, in the weight room, those type of things. Make sure that you have some sort of tracking system in place. Uh, kids today want numbers. They want proof. They want something in front of them that can show them where they're at and where they're standing, which is fair. That's that's completely fair. 
So make sure that you, you've got something ready to go to where you can track what you're doing. All right. Seven and eight are kind of directed with, an, with one another. I, I think the number seven here is we are going to need to be patient. As coaches, uh, we have to understand that a lot of these kids have had a lot of life changes. These last three months or so have been a, a huge curveball for everybody in our civilized society throughout the entire world. And there's a really good chance that uh, a high percentage of our kids have not put in a ton of time with a ball in their hands for various reasons. Um, our kids today are much more dependent on having adults organize when they're going to shoot, who they're going to do their workouts with, that type of thing. Uh, those of us that are older, uh, we would just take a ball because we didn't have that. So if we wanted to shoot hoops, we grabbed a ball, we went down to the, to the local gym or we went down to the local blacktop, whatever it may be, to get shots up. And, and we were a little bit more of a self-starter in that regard just because we didn't have those resources. I'm not saying that's better or worse. I'm just saying that's the way things were. Our, uh, the kids that we're coaching now, uh, all they've known is organized workouts. Where are we going when? Okay, this is where I need to be at. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to do my other things. I'm going to watch YouTube or TikToks or whatever it may be. So we have to really be ready for a really, really rough few weeks here as a lot of our kids, a pretty decent percentage of our players are going to come in with not a lot of reps under their belt. I think uh, there's going to be a temptation to go, well, let's just play five on five. Uh, let's get going. We want to get, we, that, that's like getting uh, your, your first driving lesson. You're jumping out on the freeway and learning how to drive on the freeway. That's not a good way to go about it. We're going to need skill work. We're going to need one on zero time. We're going to need two on zero time. We're going to need shots. Um, with our, with our club team that, that we're getting ready to start up with this week. Uh, I don't plan on doing anything five on five, probably till at the earliest, maybe our third practice and, 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 and maybe at the most we're going three on three in our third practice and maybe our fourth practice or somewhere along there, it's going to take time and we have to keep that. So when you're putting together your workouts or you're giving your information to your kids, emphasize just getting a ball back in their hands. And then uh, last but certainly not least, uh, just we got to focus on improvement. We, we've got to focus on picking skills back up. Uh, when you get into your team camps, when you get into your leagues, yeah, you want to win because you're keeping track of winning. But right now, I think the most important thing is just getting our kids back into shape, getting a ball in their hands, uh, finding that joy of being part of a team again, all of those intangible things. And then the winning and the losing will take care of itself. But focus on the improvement of your individual players as we go through uh, getting back to the old normal here, uh, baby step by baby step by baby step. So just some thoughts on getting back into the uh, swinging back into action here today. Uh, obviously, if you're listening, you're on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, like, rate, review, forward this out to like-minded folks who might be interested in it. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me, napkin at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter, napkin. I try to get daily coaching tidbits on there. Uh, this has been Foundation Friday number three, uh, swinging back into action. Uh, coaches, I wish you nothing but the best. It's, we're getting closer. We're getting closer to getting back into that gymnasium which is awesome. It's awesome for us. It's awesome for the kids. 
It's awesome for families to get a, a little bit more of a subtle step back to normal. So, coaches, pray for peace, stay safe, and be sure to hone your craft one day at a time.